I'm Sarah Rose, and this is the Mind Body Academy podcast. I'm here to teach you how to think yourself slim. It's not brain surgery, and I promise you can do it too. Listen in to find out how. What's good, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Body Academy podcast. Today, we're going to be diving in and talking about motivation. I think it's a super relevant topic because I don't know if y'all are feeling it too, but it's usually around this time of the year when the sky becomes a gray unicloud <laughs> that my motivation takes a dip and some sort of primal grizzly bear instinct to hibernate gets primed. And then all I feel like doing is carb load, sleep, and stop shaving my legs. (laughs) Add to that that we've been thrown off our regular routines because of COVID, and it's a goddamn miracle if you've motivated yourself enough to put on actual pants to attend your Zoom calls today. (laughs) Right now, I think there's a collective fatigue that is set in, and so many people are just over it. Point being, lots of people have a hard time staying motivated or finding motivation when they feel like they've lost it. And of course, this comes up all the time in my work with my weight loss clients because the challenge isn't figuring out what to eat for them or how they should be exercising. It's that consistency piece. It's staying motivated enough to keep following through, especially when times are tough. So that's what I want to talk about today with you. Motivation is a feeling. I state the obvious, not so obvious, because motivation is not something you can lose as if you're walking around a parking lot where you can't remember where you parked your car. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Motivation is an emotion you're either generating for yourself or you're not. It's an emotion you have to get good at generating when you don't feel like doing something. It's much easier to feel motivated when you actually want to do something. But after a long, stressful day, you may not want to go work out as planned. So you need to develop the skill to go do that anyway, even when your brain is dragging like a puppy that doesn't want to go for a walk. You have to learn how to stop digging your heels in when it comes time to follow through on the things that you said you were going to do. There are times when you're not going to want to eat what you planned or follow your training program. That's just a fact. When you don't want to do something, it's not because you lost your motivation. It's because you're complaining and resisting what you plan to do, so you are demotivating yourself. It's not the task that's demotivating you. It's you not motivating you by what you're thinking. You can't wait for motivation to be there to take the action that you want to be taking. And you can't expect for it to be easy. You have to compel yourself to do it. It's repeatedly doing the thing that makes it easier to get yourself to do it because then it becomes a habit and the force of habit kicks in regardless of how you feel in the moment. Sometimes we use how we're feeling now as a gauge of how we'll feel while performing the action, but very often our state changes by virtue of taking the action. Maybe you're feeling tired before you go to the gym, but you're energized by the class or training session once you take it. Or you look across the dinner table and your hubby is nomming on a cheeseburger and fries 
and you feel a tinge of FOMO. (laughs) But once you start eating what you plan to eat, you feel way better about what you're eating. You've had this happen before, yes? Obviously, this won't always be the case. Sometimes you'll feel tired before, during, and after your workout. Sometimes you'll want to eat what somebody else is eating. But that's never a problem when you're connected to the reasons for doing what you're doing. When you are proactive about drawing on your reasons for wanting to lose weight, you'll have enough juice in the tank to do most anything. The thing is, motivation won't always feel good. Sometimes motivation will feel uncomfortable. Sometimes it will feel like a grind. But on some level, it will feel like a win. It will feel like a personal win. And in the long run, motivation builds on itself and creates momentum towards your goal. It gets you going in the direction you want to be going in. And that feels good. Listen, nobody is obligating you to do anything. Going to the gym is not something you have to do. Losing weight is not something you have to do. Even making money or paying your taxes is not something you have to do. There are obvious consequences by not doing those things, but they are ultimately your choice. So I want you to listen for the words I have to when you speak and switch them to I choose to or I get to. There's actually this really powerful exercise that I'll have people do where I'll get them to just list out all the things they believe they have to do. And then we'll go through the list and before each statement, we'll add the words I choose to. And then I'll have them read the list out loud so they can hear the difference. We're often just not paying attention when we use the verbiage I have to versus I choose to. One feels like no power and all resistance and the other one empowers you. It just generates a different source of emotion for you to be able to tap into to get yourself to take the action from. Motivation doesn't come from motivational videos or motivational rants or motivational speakers. It comes from your choices. It comes from how you handle your decision-making. It comes from you being able to rely on yourself to make the decisions you want to make when no one is looking over your shoulder. It's self-accountability. That's why you'll hear me talk so often about making decisions ahead of time. That's a skill you want to be working on. When you're trying to make all your decisions in the moment, you'll be more prone to make your decisions emotionally rather than rationally because you'll have all these competing wants. And the wants that deliver immediate gratification will have so much sway over you. You won't be prepared to handle their pull. You need to streamline your decision-making so that you don't have to think or weigh your options in the moment. You don't have to like push yourself through them. That way you'll arrive in the moment knowing exactly how you'll handle the decision in front of you. The kind of decisions we're talking about are what you'll eat, how you use your time, what you'll do to work out. Any of those decisions can be planned at least 24 hours in advance. So then all you have to do is execute. It removes the need for deliberation in the mind, which is not to say it will prevent it, but you'll take a lot of the fight out of doing what you want to do by making those decisions ahead of time about what you want to do. 
and practicing upholding your commitments in the moment. What it will do is reveal all the excuses you fall back on, all of those effort moments. And you'll be able to decide that those excuses are no longer valid. You'll be able to decide that they will no longer fly with you, even if you don't feel like it. Now, what happens is that most people come in and they want to make these massive commitments to themselves. They feel lots of desire towards their weight loss goal and they think their commitment matches their desire. So they want to make all these sweeping changes all at once. What they end up trying to do is they end up trying to do the most instead of what actually moves the needle. Let me tell you, the way to change nothing is by trying to change everything. (laughs) It's totally ineffective. This is the stumbling block people run into when they tell me that they know what to do, but they just aren't doing it. The truth is, they don't know. Otherwise, they would be doing it. But what happens is, they have all these things they think they have to do, and then they run through them in their minds. And then they feel like they've run a marathon, and then they do nothing. (laughs) They tax themselves out mentally before they do anything. We all have done this at one point or another. And then what happens is we tell ourselves that we're just not motivated or that we're lazy. No, you have to stop lying to yourself. That's not why you're not doing what you want to be doing. Lazy is another feeling. It only becomes a character trait when you identify with it. You need to bring it back down to the level of a feeling so you can process it and learn the skill of processing it. Familiarize yourself with it and stop being so stopped by it. And then you can work on the skill of generating the feeling of motivation. The way that I get my people to do this is by making everything simple enough to follow through on. We focus on things that you can easily find the motivation to do. And then we get that motivation to build on itself like a muscle. Once you see results from doing it over and over again. It doesn't matter how motivated you are walking into a gym if you want to lift 700 pounds of weight, right? If you've never done that before, or if you are a total noob, (laughs) if you don't start with a lighter weight and build up to that, you'll get discouraged because you won't see any gains in strength. You'll just see yourself being ineffective. In bodybuilding and training, they call this principle progressive overload. It has to be progressive. Otherwise, you just overload yourself. Makes sense, right? So what I suggest you do is write out all the things that you think you have to do to lose weight. And then I want you to focus on one or two. So constrain your focus. Let's say one of them is to start planning your meals. Then what I want you to do is to break that down into the smallest unit of commitment that you can confidently commit to. You want it to be so easy that you can get into a streak of doing it. You want it to be easy enough that you can do it no matter what kind of day you had or how you feel. Maybe that's one meal a day that you start planning. Maybe that's planning which days in the week dessert will be a no-go and which days in the week it will be a go. Think about how you could make things easier for yourself. We start with what comes easy and where it's easiest to make the changes because 
That is what you will be able to maintain. Once you start doing something you weren't doing before and you get the hang of it because it's easy enough to do and to keep doing, then we up the level of difficulty because you'll be motivated to up the level of difficulty since you'll have evidence that what you're doing is creating results. You'll be able to lift that weight. You'll want to do more, which is different than feeling like you have to do more. Even if something is easy doesn't mean it won't be challenging to do or that it won't be effective. So don't dismiss the things that seem easy offhand. Your brain is highly motivated to be lazy. (laughs) Play into that instead of working against it. If you start with something that feels really hard to do, you don't actually learn the skill of doing hard things. You just end up frustrating the hell out of yourself. Remember, it's like trying to lift that 700 pounds of weight. Eventually, you'll stop trying because it will feel pointless. It won't budge and your muscles won't be bulging, (laughs) right? Trying to lift that heavy weight won't allow you to understand how motivation works or how self-discipline develops. Motivation builds by doing the things you say you are going to do when you say you're going to do them, whether or not you feel like doing them. That goes for weight loss or any other area of your life that you feel like you are lacking motivation in. In order to get more skillful at creating that feeling of motivation, you have to think about why you want to do what you want to feel motivated to do. And you have to look at why you aren't doing it in the first place. You have to understand your reasons for doing it and your reasons for not doing it. You have to know why you would be motivated enough to do it when you don't feel motivated to do it. What is your motivation with an uppercase M? What is your big why? Sometimes that why will become clearer as you start taking action. So that lowercase motivation in the day-to-day is also very important to play around with. And I use that word play here very intentionally. We often demotivate ourselves because we forget to make things fun and to make our goals enjoyable an enjoyable challenge to take on. We think soul-sucking will be much more motivating for some reason. (laughs) But that's not how motivation works. Trying to motivate ourselves by making ourselves miserable in order to change only makes us more miserable because eventually we feel so miserable that we just want to give up to get relief from our own self-induced misery. (laughs) So if you're gritting your teeth To create that feeling of motivation, the first thing you want to do is relax your jaw and try doing it with a smile. If you feel good doing it, it will be much easier to do. Motivation is important because it generates action and that action generates results. The point I really want to drive home is that it's something that you get to create and the better you are at creating it, the more action you will take, and the better you will get at creating results. You do this by aligning what you do with what you could actually see yourself doing today. That means making it easy enough to practice motivating yourself to do it. You have to stoke that internal fire. 
if you try to make the changes too hard, you don't end up doing anything. So you don't get to practice the skill or you don't really get the results that match the effort you feel like you're putting in. So remember, you are in charge of creating that motivation. And that can be as easy or as hard as you choose to make it. If you are struggling with motivation and that's preventing you from showing up and doing the things that you want to be doing, like lose weight, I want you to know that I'm taking on new one-on-one clients in my signature program, Think Yourself Slim. This is your opportunity to work with me directly and get the coaching you need to lose the weight in a way you'll enjoy doing it. It's a great way to get out of a funk or a slump in motivation when you're thinking thoughts like, I don't even know why I try, and or no matter what I do, it's just not enough, or I just don't have the energy. Thoughts like that that will prevent you from actually creating breakthrough results. Just fill out an application by clicking on the link in the show notes and we'll hop on a free call so you can get an experience of what it would be like to work with me and we'll take it from there. I want you to think about what it will take to get you to take action consistently. And if that's learning the skill of creating motivation from me, I want you to consider what having that skill would change for you in your life. It's that motivation that will get the ball rolling and create that consistent forward action towards your goal. If you had any key takeaways from this episode, share them on your stories and tag me. I'm at Evolve with Sarah on Instagram or share it with a friend. I am so, so grateful to be sharing this work with you and to see how you're applying this work to changing not only your life, but the lives of the people around you for the better. Bye for now. I'll talk to you all again very soon. Hey, if you're ready to see your body change from the inside out, Join the next Genius Body Transformation Challenge. Seven days that will change how you approach weight loss forever. It's been known to help people just like you start losing weight in a way that you can actually keep it off. Just click on the link in the show notes and let's start a transformation today.